Good morning. Good morning and, uh, and welcome. It is a beautiful day to share together. I'm Pastor Rafe, and we're obviously doing something with palms this morning, right? Um, and palms this morning as we enter into just this wonderful week, this high holy season of the Christian year, where we focus in on that last week of Jesus' life, the last days of Jesus' life. And we pray that today's experience of worship would be an introduction to that week and lead us through this week of reflection and, um, and learning and growth and, and just the experience of that. So we'll be sharing that Palms to Passion story as we worship today. On Thursday evening, we will have a, a communion service for the Last Supper on Thursday evening at 7 o'clock. On Friday, we will have a service around the, uh, the death of Jesus Christ or the, the Good Friday service at 1 o'clock on Friday, and then next Sunday on Easter Sunday, we will have a sunrise service at 7 o'clock, and then our 9 and 10.30 services uh, with communion on Easter Day. So we pray that this experience today would be the experience of the story of what it is to be a part of that week. Amen and amen. Let me invite you to join in worship today. Let me invite you to stand and join me in the call to worship. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. I thank you that you have answered me. Your loving acceptance will be my salvation. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us rejoice and sing together.
if you're if you're bringing palms, just bring and lay lay them down on the altar and let us lift our voices together in prayer as we pray together our prayer of invocation. Merciful Savior, it is our privilege and delight to be in your presence and to bring our praises and worship to you. You are our teacher and our friend, our rock and our hope, and our strength and our life. We celebrate your arrival in Jerusalem. We anticipate the agony that is before you. We await your victory over death. Grant that we may walk this journey alongside you as faithful disciples rather than participants in the fickle crowd. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for the uh, palm branches. They wanted to be sure that they weren't going to be on the floor where people would trip over them, so they put them up here because so Rafe can trip over them. <laughs> as, we, uh, as we share together today, I want to remind you of a great way that we can engage and, and give and serve uh, in this season because this season, around this time, every year, we do this wonderful golf tournament. And this golf tournament is um, really about our focus on children and our community. The uh, golf tournament is uh, 100% of the funds raised goes towards supporting the foster care of our Florida United Methodist Children's Home here in uh, southeast Florida. And so it is a great work that we do in caring for children, providing a, a, a place for children to have health and home and and families uh, uh, together. I was sharing with a few people earlier that the uh, the chairs that you saw, the wooden chairs that are out in the entry area, those are actually made by some of the older children or some of the uh, young adults that are in our independent living program where they learn skills and trades and stuff and keep uh, those who age out of foster care from becoming homeless and giving them training and, uh, and education and that sort of thing. And those chairs will be in our silent auction. And so our silent auction is part of our golf tournament. So this is your time to engage and give and serve. We need more folks to help with the day of the event and, and getting ready for that as we pack together the stuff and, and make the uh, silent auction. In a couple of weeks, you'll see the silent auction. Everything's online. Everything's happening there. So if you want to golf, you sign up online. And you think, oh, I don't have a golf team. That's all right. You're an individual golfer. We'll find a place for you. Everybody belongs. Uh, you've got something to donate. You've got uh, you want to provide some uh, help during the day or or setting up. You can do all of that kind of volunteering and all that stuff online and and engage in that way. And of course, you can always give and give towards the event. And that giving goes towards uh, helping and caring for children in our community. Amen. Amen. So uh, let us uh, now turn uh, uh, again to the story of what we are sharing in this day. Good morning. Our first scripture today comes from the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, 19, 28 to 40. After Jesus said this, he continued on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As Jesus came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he gave two disciples a task. He said, go into the village over there. 
When you enter it, you will find tied up there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it, bring it here, and if anyone asks why you are untying it, just say, its master needs it. Those who had been sent found it exactly as he had said. As they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, its master needs it. They bought it to Jesus, threw their clothes on the colt, and lifted Jesus onto it. As Jesus rode along, they spread their clothes on the road. As Jesus approached the road leading down from the Mount of Olives, the whole throng of his disciples began rejoicing. They praised God with loud voices because of all the mighty things that had been seen, and they said, Blessing on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest of heavens. Some of the Pharisees from the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, scold your disciples. Tell them to stop. He answered, I tell you, if they were silent, the stones would shout. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. Good morning. I'm Pastor Lisa. If you'll bow your heads and join with me for this morning's prayer. Lord, we come to you this Palm Sunday morning with not just a little trepidation. Perhaps this is the first time we've truly felt the quick shift from the waving of palm branches and the shouting of hosannas to whipping on the cross. From the celebration of Palm Sunday to the pain of Passion Sunday. We trust that you have this experience in your hands. We trust that you will lead us through our struggles and will ultimately show us victory over even death. We pray for your comfort as we weather this storm together. We want to be a people united in your name, not divided by blame or anger. We pray for your healing, not just in the cases of illness, but of our attitudes, our thoughts, and our fears. We pray for your heart, Lord. Help us to love our neighbors, feed the hungry, support the widow and orphan, simply to be your presence in a world filled with ugliness and chaos. We pray for your peace, peace of mind, peace in our souls, the peace that is beyond human understanding but is completely possible with you. We pray that you hear our gratitude as we come before you this morning singing your praises and celebrating the promise that is already won through your son, Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
and made his way to the, uh, to the Mount of Olives, as was his, his custom. And the disciples followed him. When he arrived, he said to, said to them, pray. Pray that you won't give in to temptation. He withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed. He said, Father, if it's your will, take this cup of suffering away from me. However, not my will, but your will must be done. Then a heavenly angel appeared to him and strengthened him. He was in anguish and prayed even more earnestly. His sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he got up from praying, he went to his disciples. He found them asleep, overcome by grief. He said to them, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray so that you don't, you won't give in to temptation. While Jesus was still speaking, a crowd appeared, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. And Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the human one with a kiss? When those around him recognized what was, what was about to happen, they said, Lord, should we fight with the sword? One of them uh, struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. And Jesus responded, stop, 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 no more of this. He touched the slave's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the, to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard and the elders who came out to, to get him. Have you come to arrest me with swords and clubs as though I was a thief? Day after day, I was with you in the temple, but you didn't arrest me. But this is your time when darkness rules. After they arrested Jesus, they led him away and brought him to the high priest's house. Peter followed from a distance. When they lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant woman saw him sitting in the firelight she stared at him and said, this man was with him too. But Peter denied it, saying, woman, I don't know him. A little while later, someone else saw him and said, you're one of them too. And Peter said, man, I am not. An hour or so later, someone else insisted this man must have been with him because he is a Galilean too. And Peter responded, man, I don't know who you're talking about. At that very moment, at that very moment, while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. Verse 
the Lord turned and looked straight at Peter, and Peter remembered the Lord's words. Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and cried uncontrollably. The men who were uh, holding Jesus in custody taunted him and, and beat him. Uh, they blindfolded him and asked him repeatedly, prophesy, prophesy, who hit you? Insulting him, they said many other horrible things against him. As morning came, the elders of the people, both chief priests and legal experts, came together and Jesus was brought before the council. They said, if you are the Christ, if you are the Christ, tell us. He answered, if I tell you, you won't believe. And if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But from now on, the human one will be seated on the right side of the power of God. And they all said, you're, you're God's son then? And he replied, you say that I am. And they said, why do we need further testimony? We've heard it from his own lips. The whole assembly got up and led Jesus to Pilate and began to accuse him. They said, we have found this man misleading our people, opposing the payment of taxes to Caesar, and claiming that he is Christ, a king. Pilate asked him, are, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus replied, that's what you say. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I, I find no legal basis for action against this man. But they objected strenuously, saying, He agitates the people with his teaching throughout Judea, starting from Galilee all the way here. Hearing this, Pilate asked if this man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was from Herod's district, Pilate sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. Herod was very glad to see Jesus. For he had heard about Jesus and had wanted to see him for quite some time. He was hoping to see Jesus perform some sign. Herod questioned Jesus at length. But Jesus didn't respond. The chief priests and the legal experts were there, fiercely accusing Jesus. Herod and the soldiers treated Jesus with contempt. Herod mocked him by dressing Jesus in elegant clothes and sent him back to Pilate. Pilate and Herod became friends with each other that day. Before this, they had been enemies. 
Then Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people. He said to them, you, you brought this man before me as one who is misleading the people. I have questioned him in your presence and found nothing in this man's conduct that provides a legal basis for the charges you have brought against him. Neither did Herod, because Herod returned him to us. He's done nothing that deserves death. Therefore, I'll have him whipped, then let him go. But, but with one voice, they shouted, Away with this man! Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas had been thrown in prison because of a riot that had occurred in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them again because he wanted to release Jesus. He kept, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! For a third time, Pilate said to them, Why? Why? What wrong has he done? I found no legal basis for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him whipped and let him go. But they were adamant. They were adamant, shouting their demand that Jesus be crucified. Their voices won out. Pilate issued his decision and granted their request. He released the one that they asked for, who had been thrown into prison because of a riot and murder. But he handed Jesus over to their will. As they led Jesus away, they grabbed Simon, a, a man from Cyrene, who was coming in from the countryside. They put the cross on his back and made him carry it behind Jesus. A huge crowd of, of people followed Jesus, including women who were mourning and, and wailing for him. Jesus turned to the women and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't cry for me. Rather, cry for yourselves and your children. The time will come when they will say, Happy are those who are unable to become pregnant, the wombs that never gave birth, and the breasts that never nursed a child. Then they will say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. If they do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Oh Lord, in the empty pause of this week, let us experience your presence. Lord, if, 
we are rebellious in times of life and living when the tree is green. How much more is the darkness when we experience this week, this story, this, this emptiness, this pause, this, this death? Oh Lord, we, we pray that the reflection on this story throughout the week would give us pause to reflect on where we find ourselves in the story. Give us pause to reflect on the, the voices we cry out in prayer. Give us time to reflect on the words that we do not say and we hold back. Lord, we, we pray with a pleading for your forgiveness when we've been part of the voices that would be silent in the midst of this week. Forgive us of our betrayal and seeking for our will, our will to be done. Forgive us of our voices that cry out for what we want rather than, than seeking you and discerning what is your heavenly will and, and purpose here and now. Oh Lord, meet us as we experience the story and Reflect during this week. Meet us, Lord, with forgiveness and peace. That we might journey towards the hope that you would offer through your Son. Amen. Amen.
our final scripture for this morning, Luke 23, 32 to 56. They also led two other criminals to be executed with Jesus. When they arrived at the place called the Skull, they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. They drew lots as a way of dividing up his clothing. The people were standing around watching, but the leaders sneered at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he's really the Christ sent from God, the chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him. They came up to him, offering him sour wine and saying, If you're really the king of the Jews, save yourself. One of the criminals hanging next to Jesus insulted him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. Responding, the other criminal spoke harshly to him. Don't you fear God, seeing that you've also been sentenced to die? We are rightly condemned, for we're receiving the appropriate sentence for what we did. But this man has done no wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you that today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon and darkness covered the whole earth until about three o'clock while the sun stopped shining. Then the curtain in the sanctuary tore down the middle. Crying out in a loud voice, Jesus said, Father, into your hands I entrust my life. And after he said this, he breathed for the last time. When the centurion saw what had happened, he praised God saying, is it really true? This man was righteous. All the crowds who had come together to see this event returned to their homes beating their chests after seeing what had happened. And everyone who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance observing these things. Now there's a man named Joseph who was a member of the council. He was a good and righteous man. He hadn't agreed with the plan and the actions of the council. He was from the Jewish city of Arimathea and eagerly anticipated God's kingdom. This man went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Taking it down, he wrapped it in a linen cloth and he laid it in a tomb carved out of a rock in which no one had ever been buried. It was the preparation day for the Sabbath, and the Sabbath was quickly approaching. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph. They saw the tomb and how Jesus' body was laid in it. Then they went away and prepared fragrant spices and perfumed oils. They rested on the Sabbath in keeping with the commandments. Gracious and loving Lord, the joy of the entry into the city and the hosannas that we hear in our heads, Father God, let our prayers of the week prepare us, O Lord, for the journey to remember what love looks like. 
In the pause, Father, help us to experience the emptiness of your absence and know the weight of this love for this journey. Father, help us to hunger and thirst for you and help us to have a heart to experience your great love during this week. In the moment that it is finished, we realize that it's just beginning and help us to enter into your grace and into the story with the eagerness of Joseph for the kingdom of God. Father, we pray that may the whole story of this time embed itself in our whole lives, that we may be for you, Christ in the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's stand and sing together of the wondrous love of Jesus Christ.
blessing of the peace of God. The peace of God to journey with you through the story. Amen. 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 Amen.